office box a box of chocolates would I know to stay away what's it hand off his box a box of chocolates would I eat them anyway cause every time I have half a mind to leave you babe that means I have half a mind to stay It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Good evening, I'm Mike. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food, and every week we have a theme, except this one because I have no idea what I'm going to do next. I have nothing planned whatsoever. I'm completely confused. Regular listeners to this program may find that completely shocking. Ah! (laughs) Right, so um, there's, there's this record on the turntable here. It's turntable number two. The telephone is ringing louder than my head. He's so confused. He's not even here. That was Mike Perini via the magic of tape recording. Done tapelessly, of course. I'm actually Alex sitting in for Mike tonight on Pandora's Lunchbox. Mike uh, was uh, fortunate to set me up with uh, several CDs of wonderful songs about food and even a complete show if I wanted to play it. So I just play the beginning so you'd hear his voice so you wouldn't miss him because I know how how often people miss the, the regular hosts of the shows. But uh, we're going to start it off here with some Julia Lee talking about the spinach song. Spinach has vitamin A, B, and D. But spinach never appealed to me But one day while having dinner with a guy I decided to give it a try I didn't like it the first time It was so new to me I didn't like it the first time I was so young, you see I used to run away from the stuff But now somehow I can't get enough I didn't like it the first time Oh, how it grew on me I didn't like it the first time I had it on a date Although the first was the worst time Right now I think it's great Somehow it's always hitting the spot Especially when they bring it in hot I didn't like it the first time But oh how it grew on me so strange I wasn't getting much younger so I just made the change no longer is the stuff on the shelf cause now I make a pig of myself I didn't like it the first time but oh how it grew on me
first time when I was just 16. I didn't like it the first time, guess I was mighty green. But I've stocked up, cause I've gotten wise. I got enough for two dozen guys. I didn't like it the first time, but oh, how it grew on me. I didn't like it the first time, but oh, how it grew on me. Cornbread said, now that's all right Meet me on the corner tomorrow night
cornbread, you ain't straight Beep. You better wake up or I'll gas you gate Beep. Been in this pot since half past two Beep. Swelling and puffing and almost due Beep. I'll be ready, I'll be ready to tonight That's what bees do, cornbread Always get mad at me, I ain't mad at you Cornbread by the toe Bean said cornbread let me go Bean. Cornbread said I'll lay you low Bean. I'm gonna fight you you so and so Meet me on the corner Meet me on the corner to Monday That's what Bean said cornbread corner. You're so Bean. bad Bean. You always wanna fight Meet me on the corner to Monday And I'm gonna beat the devil out you Meet me on the corner to Monday Bean hit cornbread on the head Cornbread said I'm almost dead Beans. Beans told Cornbread get up man Beans. You know that we go hand in hand Beans and Cornbread Beans and Cornbread Hand in hand Beans. That's what Beans said to Cornbread We should stick together Beans. hand in hand We should hang out together like wieners and sauerkraut We should stick together like a hot dog and mustard We should get up every morning And hang out together like sisters and brothers yeah. Every Saturday night we should hang out Chitlins and potato sack. Yeah. Like strawberry and shortcake. Yeah. Like corned beef and cabbage. Yeah. Like liver and onions. Yeah. Like red peas and rice. Yeah. Like bagel and lox. Yeah. Like sour cream and bits. Yeah. Like bread and butter. Yeah. Like hotcakes and molasses. Yeah. These two cornbread. Yeah. It makes no difference what you think about me. Yeah. But it makes a whole lot of difference what I think about you. Yeah. You should hang out together like hotcakes and molasses. Chicken rhythm, chicken rhythm, chicken rhythm, chicken rhythm, when that rooster starts to crow, grab your partner on your way. Then you move out on the low, cause it won't be long for the break of day. Chicken rhythm, chicken rhythm, going on out in
chicken rhythm. Talk say hello, chicken rhythm. Chicken rhythm. Welcome back. You're listening to WCBN FM in Arbor. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, a radio show dedicated to food in all its forms and flavors. So, uh, seeing as I'm substituting for Mike Perini tonight, I thought I'd give you a little bit of wisdom that I've collected along the way. Fortunately, instead of having to think of my own wisdom, I can just get it from a book. Yes, my friend Kenny is the best cook I know. Best chef, however you want to say it. What do you, what do you call a, someone who's really good at cooking? Is it a chef, an epicure? I don't know. His cookbook, 
which was just recently released, is called Whisking with Chlamydia. And there's a large a picture of Chlamydia on the cover. Chlamydia, as it turns out, is the name of his very large, four-foot-tall whisk. Uh, you'll have to ask him yourself why he has a four-foot-tall whisk, but nevertheless, he does have one. And you can find out on the cover that it's real. In fact, if you want to get the entire cookbook, you can go to fooeyhoo.com. That's P-H-O-O-E-Y-H-O-O, fooeyhoo.com slash cookbook. And and you can download your very own PDF copy of Whisking with Chlamydia Final 1.0. All right, let's talk about hamburgers. Quote, I wasn't going to put this in because I thought that everybody knew how to make a good hamburger. However... Some people practice some egregious techniques when making them, and I don't understand why. My suspicion is old habit and bad lore that's been passed down through the ages, like dunking your tea bag or adding an oil slick to pasta water. However, just because most people are oblivious doesn't mean we have to be. Then he gives a very uh, basic recipe for creating a good hamburger, and then uh, and then he gets down to business. This is the part where he's he's yelling. He knows he's yelling. He's using a larger font, bold, all caps. Just just in a second. Well, that he's he's not getting there yet. He's working himself up. Now this is in regular font. Now let me take this moment to disabuse you from a popular trend in hamburger making. Okay, now he switches to all caps. Do not press down on the meat with your spatula. Back to regular. Maybe I didn't make myself clear. And now he jumps into hyperspace. The big font, the bold, and the all caps. For the love of all that is good, holy, and righteous in the world, do not press down on the meat with your spatula. And he goes back to regular type. I don't know who the hell came up with this stupid and pointless activity. Needless to say, it pisses me off. It was probably the same dolt who told you to dunk your tea bags. And then he has a sidebar here. It says why you shouldn't be doing that. Whoever they are, they need to be dragged out into the street and made to listen to countless hours of super skank. All right. Okay, I admit that I did it once and wondered why my hamburgers were tasteless. You commit two peccadilloes by doing this. First of all, it's very unsanitary because you're unsanitary because you're spreading germs. You're taking a clean spatula and pressing down on raw meat, which contaminates the bottom of the spatula. Presumably, you're going to do the same thing to the other side. So you flip your burger and press down on the cooked side with your germ-infested bottom, and the germs sit there. Then you eat the burger, and the germs say, Hmm, this seems like a pretty nice place to live. Secondly, and perhaps even worst, you're spilling blood. All of those delicious juices are being wrenched out of the burger. They end up evaporating out on the bottom of the pan, and you're left with nothing. Nothing. Zero. Zilch. The big goose egg. The empty set. The empty stream. Make sure you never perform such an abomination. Else you'll have some splaining to do. Now, assemble your burger and eat. I don't want vanilla. I don't want chocolate. Bring me some of that good tutti food. Don't like vanilla, 
strawberry will do. But let me tell you, there's the tooty fruity 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 one for me. Tooty fruity fruity. Sausage 
Okay, I know you've been sitting out there going, okay, Kenny. All right, okay, Alex, read to me why Kenny says you can't dunk your tea bag. Well, it turns out it releases tannins, which makes your tea bitter. So leave the tea bag alone. Let it steep for three to five minutes. Then pull it out and drink your delicious tea. But even more fascinating is his treatise on the boiling of pasta. Quoting my friend Kenny Nguyen once again. First off, boiling pasta is not rocket science. However, it is something that everyone needs to know how to do correctly. And with the pointers below, you will do it correctly and rejoice in the glow of the deva for correctly boiling pasta. First off, some myths or, quote, things that piss Kenny off, unquote. Never, ever, ever add oil to the boiling liquid. This is the oldest dumb wives' tale since, quote, eating rat poison promotes good mental health, unquote. People claim that oil prevents pasta from sticking together during cooking. No, no, no. The oil only ends up pooling on the surface, creating the biggest oil spill since Exxon Valdez. Lots of water is the only thing that will prevent your pasta from sticking. Worse, it clumps the pasta together, and the oil prevents the pasta from absorbing all that good sauce you're eventually going to be adding. So no oil. Never, ever, ever. Do not rinse cooked pasta with water. When you boil pasta, it creates a natural layer of starch that helps sauce stick to it. Water defiles this layer. No rinsing. Never, ever. Use lots of water. This is how you prevent pasta from sticking. Cook a pound of pasta in two gallons of water. Unless you're boiling a small amount of pasta, use a big pot. Small pots cannot contain lots of water. In small pots, your pasta suffocates. Use a large pot. Easy as that. With that in mind, here's all you need to do to boil a perfect pound of pasta. And then he goes on to give his little recipe for boiling pasta. But with these tips in mind, you will never, ever suffer the wrath of Kenny. So say I. I'm Alex. I've been sitting in for Mike Parini tonight on Pandora's Lunchbox here on WCBN FM and or and and FM Andorra, FM Ann Arbor. Andorra is a country. WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Stay tuned for Face the Music. Bonk it, bang it, bonk it, bang. The groove 
juice special, keep rolling along. The groove juice special is the nightclub song. You're out at night, start feeling tight. The juicy, 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 juicy groove juice. Z for Ziski is the word you say. When the bottles start coming your way, you'll be hopping like Hades or popping. The juicy, 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 juicy groove juice. You feel mellow, just like a cello. And you feel fine, just like wine, and I ain't lying. The groove juice special, rolling along. The groove juice special is the nightclub song. You feel great like a P38. The juicy, 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 juicy groove juice. 